Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a podcast from Joy's jazz show, Bent Notes. Tune in live each Sunday night at joy.org.au. My very special guest on Bent Notes is a musician who has been performing in Australia since 1974. He loves playing music with music students because of their enthusiasm and their desire to explore the boundaries of music. An opportunity also for him to share his experiences with them, enriching their lives in the same way that his life was enriched by working with the elder musicians of his early days in the industry. Vince Jones is a performer who looks to create something new every day, whether that be music, art, writing, gardening, etc., and notes that a person who doesn't create is like a cloud that never rains. Vince must therefore live every day in the middle of a rainstorm, I reckon. It is my great pleasure to welcome back to Bent Notes, Vince Jones. Welcome, Vince. David, what a great introduction. Thank you. <laughs> a, a pleasure indeed. I, I couldn't resist the rainstorm. Oh, yeah, that's a beautiful <laughs> quote, isn't it? It, it really yeah. is. And I, I think it's a great analogy because a cloud can sit in the sky, do absolutely nothing, or it can sit in the sky and it can pour out all this rain, which is, it can, it can be creative. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it can grow food with the water. I believe that you take advantage of the rainstorms and, and the like, the creativity of clouds uh, on your own home. I have an extensive garden. I've always had one. It's, um, well, there's the agrarian gene in the family, definitely. Uh, my father and his father and his brothers all had what they call a plot, a council plot in Scotland. You shared it and... And they had all sorts of creatures there and chickens and geese and and gardens and, and grow their own food. And I would go and I'd see them when they were young, when I was a young boy. Then they'd all go, go play music later on. <laughs> <laughs> You've had that support in terms of creativity since you, you were very young. And the gardening is a very important aspect in being creative because it's creative all the time if you put the time and effort into looking after it. Oh, there's no doubt, yeah. Nurturing the garden, it's a little bit every day. It's not as extensive hourly work as people think it is. It's just chipping away at it, keeping the weeds down is the hardest part. Oh, yes, indeed. (laughs) And is your garden, Vince, both a pretty garden in terms of flowers and the like, as well as being productive from vegetables? Mostly I'm a food forester, but I'm working on uh, a few bulbs here and there. This this is my year of the bulb. Ah, right. (laughs) Do you have any particular bulbs in mind? Well, I have the basics, you know, like dahlias and jonquils, and um, I'm going to go further afield. Got daffodils coming on at the moment. Oh, very nice. We did speak back in 2012 about you creating your own diesel fuel. Is that something you still do in, in addition to your gardening? Yes, I do. I, I make biodiesel. I've been doing it now for about 25 years. Yes, I still drive uh, my truck on vegetable oil from the fish and chip shop. 
A little bit of refining, but away yep. I go. But it keeps you going. It's difficult, more difficult in winter because it tends to congeal in the tank a bit. Oh, right. But uh, in summer, it's perfect. Yeah, I drive everywhere on this oil. It's a nice thing to think that someone can take the or make the effort to look after themselves in the way of a, a garden that is is food and also look after themselves in, in the way of transport by, by doing that. Is that something that has sat with you ever since you were young or is it something that you worked on a little later in life? I think my footprint on the planet, I tried to keep as small as possible. It's fairly late. I mean, my gardening I've done since I was quite young, but the vegetables are probably only, as I say, 20 years. I like the idea of using something which is actually a waste product. And I like to cut myself the umbilical cord from the system as much as I can, you know. Really, I, it's not that often I'll go to Woolies. Um, I certainly uh, drop into the Bengal station maybe once a fortnight, once a month. Yep. Still top up. Mm. Okay. Through winter only. <laughs> uh, of, yeah, yes, when the, uh, the biodiesel is a little bit sluggish. It is, yeah. It gets a bit thick. Yeah. Uh. I understand that you still practice every day, even though you are looked upon as jazz royalty in Australia, but you still practice. Why is it important to still practice? Well, uh, you have to practice to keep your uh, body, particularly the trumpet and singing, keep your air, your skills need constantly honing. And uh, basically, I practice to stay the same if I can. I, my objective is to... Uh, is to uh, you know try be, try and be as good as I, I can be or even a little better at times than I've been as a younger man. Do you find that you do get better because you have a, a new approach to things, a more mature approach to things? Your voice certainly sounds you playing gets more mature. I can I tend to have more. I don't want to get too sort of esoteric here, but I tend to be in control more of my, um, uh, most of the aspects of my tone and my choice of note, I, my intonation. It's the only way a singer can stay in tune is to practice. If you don't practice a routine of maybe 20, 30 exercises, they don't have to be that difficult, but would it take that long? But it's the only way you can really be sure you're going to hit an interval and you're in tune. And as a jazz singer, particularly a male jazz singer, there's so few of us. I've, I've really got to, um, yeah, as I say, keep working on it. Yeah, and, and sometimes you, you, whoa, that was good, I broke through, you know, my harmonic securities improved this week or whatever. You know? Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you look at your practising as just practising to keep your, your skill set up to date and to push it to improve, or do you look at it as a creative activity? Well, there's the endurance aspect of it. I have to have the endurance to sing two or three and play two or three hours in show. So I have to, you know, like any, it's a, it's a physical pursuit, trumpet and vocals. You, there's also, by doing it every day, there's also a little glimmer of improvement regularly. And uh, and learning songs, I, I want to learn them so I know that, the chords and the, and the notes and the chords. Are, it's very important for me to, to... It's so easy to forget as you right. get older. And, and you, want to, you want to know the next chord so that you can do 
a uh, melisma that sort of works in into the next chord that don't sound a bit silly, you know. It's an everyday pursuit for the rest of my life. I'll be playing till I, practicing till I finish. I think it's uh, a good source of advice to all musicians to keep the skill set up, keep it keep it active by doing that practice. Oh, there's no doubt. I think most of them do. The good ones do. They they put the horn in their mouth or sit by the piano or, or sing. It's Yeah, it is important. And uh, it is muscle memory too. There's a lot of that going on too. And it's easy for the memory, the muscle memory to forget. Like any other muscle, you've got to keep it working. Absolutely, yeah. In 2019, Vince, you released an album called A Personal Selection, being your selection of 14 pieces from 14 of your albums. What was your criteria for selecting those songs? Well, at the time I was asked to put together was a new label I was signing to, uh, Philip Mortlock's label, and uh, he said, put a personal collection, choice of your songs together and we'll release it. And um, I chose those songs because they're mainly B-side songs. Well, most of my stuff is not, not really commercial music. A lot of those songs are ones that may not have got much play or airplay, so I wanted to give them a, a new lease of life. There's no songs in there. There are indeed. One of them's called Dream. It's from your 1982 album, Watch What Happens. Uh, you were joined on that album by Mark Sarillard on the piano and Doug DeVries on guitar. I thought we could have a listen to that piece now. You said you were inspired to record it because it's about the seed that pushes an artist forward. Yes, that's it. It's a beautiful lyric. It's, uh, I'm not exactly sure, but I heard Rolling Kirk band playing it as a younger man. And it is basically, basically about uh, a young musician who's reached their sort of, what would you say, the peak of their, of the start of their career and um, and they've put so much energy in that there's no doubt everyone has to come and listen to them and hear them. You, you know, we've had many musicians like that in Australia. My guest on Bent Notes is vocalist, trumpeter and composer Vince Jones. You're listening to Joy 94.9. I feel kind of good because I had a crazy little dream last night. Really did. When I woke up, I found I had in my head this crazy sound. You are listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Find more podcasts and show blogs at joy.org.au. You're listening to Bent Notes on Joy 94.9, where my guest is vocalist, trumpeter and composer. That's trumpeter and composer, although I think there's a flugelhorn in there and another instrument I think called a flumpet. Uh, Vince Jones. Vince, is there another mm-hmm. instrument in there called a flumpet? Uh, there was. Uh, I, I uh, sold it, actually. It was actually very heavy, you know. I wasn't enjoying holding it up. I enjoyed oh. playing it, but it too heavy to hold up. Was it a really good cross of sound between the trumpet and the flugelhorn? Yes, it was. It was a lovely dark sort of rich colour, large bell. It had all the, yes, the makings of flugel and trumpet sort of hybrid. I do like flugel. I've always loved the sound of flugel. Such a warm... It is such a warm very, sound, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I love it. I've, I've been playing flugel since I was a kid, actually. Oh, have you really? Yeah. Your trumpet's really a, a beautiful instrument too, but it's just quite a bit 
hard to get a nice sound on the trumpet. I must say uh, flugel's my favourite, yeah. Vince, after so many years in the music industry, and I think it might be something like 50, does that sound about right? Yeah, uh, probably longer, actually. I, uh, my sister got me up on stage to help her win a talent competition. She was 11 and I was 9. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think she sang Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Oh, what a beautiful uh, song to sing. She did, yeah. She, she won the competition, and it was in Blackpool. She won the comp. She, I think she got... Five dollars or five quid at the top. <laughs> and were you playing trumpet behind her? No, I was singing with her. She, oh, right, she as a got, duo. I sang harmony with her, yeah. Right. Oh, wow. What is it now that gets you up on that stage after having been in the industry for so long? I just love singing. And I like singing words that sort of mean something. I love to... Uh, it's such a collaborative experience um, playing music. And it's uh, transformative in its collaborativeness. It's a, yeah, I can't uh, resist the, in a sense, painting a mural with four other guys or three other guys or three other girls, three other, four other musicians. It's such a wonderful fun for me. I've really enjoyed it. I mean, I've been doing it all my life. Yeah, there's, there's no turning back. It's onward and upward. Oh, well, I'm getting a bit older to be saying upward. But... <laughs> Uh, look, as long as I sing good and as long as I think the key is to affect people and, and you know, unite people. I, I, I really like singing lyrics that, that can unite the community. And uh, it's basically that that's my objective. Is to, that's where I get joy from music when I know that I'm singing a song that means something with, um, to people and... Uh, and they get a hit out of it or a kick out of it, yeah. You have a festival performance coming up in a couple of weeks' time, and it's interesting that you talked about painting a picture in music, a mural with your cohorts on stage, because you're going to be performing in the River of Art Festival in Batemans Bay. The River of Art Festival, does it mean you'll be performing on a river? Uh, right next to the river, yes, a beautiful river. One of my favourite rivers, yeah, Clyde River. It's just divine. And uh, yes, we, we have a little art centre there and um, Festival of Art for the local the area of the Batemans Bay, Maruya and Ulladulla, all those areas on the south coast of New South Wales. We're all getting together and performing. Yeah, it's just, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I read that you're part of the music program, but there's other components of the festival being an art festival, uh, ranging well, from painting to a whole lot of other things as well. Yes, it's, a, it's an arts festival. Uh, rather than just a music festival. Funny that there's a poetry aspect to it, there's a writer's aspect to it, there's a photography. Everything's in here. It's it's good. Something for everybody. Get, get the whole community involved. Yeah, it's good fun. And you've got two shows here in Melbourne this coming Friday and Saturday at the Jazz Lab. We haven't seen you down here yeah, for so long. No, COVID not going ahead. It's been as probably two years since... I've actually performed in Melbourne in a in a venue, a small venue, and the Jazz Lab is my favourite. It's sort of like the old Bennett's Lane. It, it is indeed. It's a beautiful space. It is a great place to play. Yeah. What it's can we expect? Well, I've got a great band. Um, I've got Matt McMahon, I've got Ben Robertson, and Dan Fisher. Lovely rhythm section and 
we've been playing together for many years and there's something always special comes out of that, uh, this quartet. Having people that you play with all the time means that you almost know what the others are going to do before they do it. There's an empathy there that's, which you cannot buy. It's, it's beautiful. It's, uh, it just takes time. And uh, yes, we hear each other, we understand what each other's doing, where we're coming from, and where to back off, where, where to uh, dynamically lift it all. It's lovely. I suppose that's the creativity of putting four brains together in the one, the one group. Yeah, I think so. And four sort of four brains that are that are willing, you know, to to give to the project. And the project, of course, is music. It's not about selling me. It's about you know selling music in a sense to listeners' ears. What can we expect in the way of music on the night? Those two nights, Vince. It'd be good balance. Um, we made a record about five years ago, which has been released, a live record with um, uh, Ben, Danny, and uh, Sam Kivers. And the record was to help the uh, the road crew people who are, as we know, music industry wouldn't work without them. Exactly. And, and we bequeathed the recording to them so they could uh, sell and make uh, a little bit of a living uh, or a sort of stipend to help the um, the uh, road crew people, uh, the stage organising people um, during the COVID period. We'll be doing songs off that. Well, for more information about the River of Art Festival in Batemans Bay, check out riverofart.com.au. And for details about the Jazz Lab shows, check out jazzlab.club. And I've just had a look at the Jazz Lab website, Devince. Your two Jazz Lab shows are now sold out. That's great. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's really good. You'll have some... I've been nervous for a while. <laughs> You'll have full houses who will be there to enjoy your music the, from the four of you uh, as you... Uh, I suppose I could say as you whip up a rainstorm. Well, yeah, that, yes, that's right. A creative rainstorm, yeah. A brainstorm. <laughs> I love it, brainstorm indeed. Vince, you've asked us to play a piece called What the World Needs Now, and it's from your personal selection album. Why did you ask us to play this particular piece? Well, it's, as I said before... The, so it's from your it, modern, al- modern folk album, I should say. Folk album, yeah. It, I like the lyrics in that song and it's a Bacharach song yeah we did such a beautiful version of it with um, I think James Muller playing guitar on it and, and Matt and Simon Barker and uh, and Brett Hurst I think on bass it was such a lovely night and um, I think we even got the audience singing along at one point it's I think the lyrics now what the world needs now is love and I'm a firm believer in that. Life has a thousand facets that we we need to constantly sort of immerse ourselves in. Not only walk a mile in another person's shoe, don't judge someone else, and do unto others as they would have do unto you. You know, hundreds of wonderful facets of love, and and that song, in my opinion, is it encapsulates. Vince Jones, thank you so much for spending a little of your time with Bent Notes tonight. I really do appreciate that. It's been great to chat with you, to hear about your perspective on creativity and music and practice 
and brainstorms. May you have many more years of creative rainstorms every day. Won't that be fun if that happens? It will indeed. <laughs> Thanks, Danny. Thanks so much, Vince. My guest on Bent Notes has been vocalist, trumpeter and composer Vince Jones. You're listening to Joy 94.9. You've been listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Join us live each Sunday night on Joy 94.9. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.